What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Life Talk About Anything Goes podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. All depends on what time of the day it is for you. My name is Aboon King. I want to jump right into um, the reason or pretty much the topic for this episode, which is why I left social medias. Um, Social medias meaning like Facebook and Instagram. Pretty much all started when uh, I was on YouTube and uh, it was just some stuff was popping up, different videos, different um, suggestions. And I came across a, uh, a couple interview videos, but one uh, about this, where this guy named Cal Newport was doing their interview and he was promoting his book called Digital Minimalism. And um, it caught my attention, so I kept watching it. Uh, watched a couple other interviews where he was promoting, you know, pretty much just soaking in the information and, and the content that he was promoting. And digital minimalism is exactly what it sounds like. Pretty much minimize um, your digital activities. So after pretty much, you know, getting into that and being interested in the whole digital minimalism, I came across another guy named Tristan Harris, who's also kind of, uh, I guess, someone who's exposing the, the powers, the designs, and you know the reasons behind uh, why the applications function the way they do. So Cal Newport's biggest question to his audience was, ask themselves, what value did each application add to your life? So in the process of, you know, decluttering and minimalizing your, you know, digital activities, the main question you had to ask yourself is what value did they add to your life? And take that on top of the applications being designed to hold your attention for hours upon hours, then you put the the two together and you come up with a more accurate answer for your question, I guess. So really quick, the algorithms and, and the designs and the backgrounds to these applications like the Facebooks and the Instagrams, they are to resemble a slot machine, meaning a slot machine, right? If you ever played one, you pull the handle and then you know, the, the number spin or the character spin around and you hope that you win, you get all, you know, three cherries or whatever. And the same is applied to um, Facebook and Instagram and and how their applications are designed. You scroll down or you press down on the application and it refreshes. Instead of, you know, winning numbers or, you know, three sevens in a row, um, we're after or our minds are awaiting something new, something fresh, something appealing um, we're waiting for likes on our new newest post. We're, we're waiting on comments for our new, new our newest post. So that's pretty much how those um, apps are designed. You have to take my word for it. There's uh, plenty of research and and people who are out there kind of talking about it already. And again, I take that into consideration and, and answer the question and ask myself the question, which is, does you know these applications add value to my life? And one day I just caught myself just like mindlessly scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm 
just going up and down and I, I just stopped and it really hit me. I kind of like had a wake up call like, yo, I'm really sitting here for fucking hours just phone in hand, scrolling and double tapping and calm. It's, it's, it's real. So the theories and the ideas that, you know, that interested me in the, in the beginning came about and I seen them for myself and I said, oh, wow, that's, that's deep. So I made the decision to just leave them alone because ultimately I didn't see Facebook and Instagram adding any value to my life. I think that uh, it kind of gives us this perception that we're connected and that we're in the know and in the things of what's going on, you know, whatever. And it feels good. It, it feels normal. But anyone who I follow or talk to or might have had conversations with on Instagram, if I truly do um, need them or want to talk to them or we are friends, then I should have their number. I should have more than just their Instagram. Like if you noticed, right, in today's society, it's so common for people to just ask, hey, what's your Instagram? Or what's your Snapchat? Or you know, follow me on Facebook, whatever the case may be. So we don't even use telephone numbers to, you know, share with one another in order to communicate. Just, oh yeah, what's your Snapchat? And that's how I look at it as well, is if I have to use these applications in order for us to be connected or to identify our friendship or in our relationship, then maybe it's not as real or we're not as connected as, you know, I believe we are. So keeping that in mind, I I didn't feel and I still don't feel any regrets with leaving applications. I know people ask me like why and I I just tell them and and for most of them, it's hard to understand like when I tell them like they just didn't have, they didn't add any value to my life. And you're like, what? What'd you say? And then you have to break it down. You have to explain it so that it kind of, so that it makes sense to them. And again, I'm not here to be anti-Facebook and Instagram. I'm just trying to share the reasons why I left the applications alone. Along with just them being so influential and so inspirational and so... Like, they they have the abilities with if, if you devote enough time, which we do without even knowing, to these applications. And they become a, a form of, of dictatorship. They tell you what's cool. They tell you what's in. They tell you what looks good, what doesn't look good. They promote whatever it is they want to you know, so that it, it pops up on your feed. And then, you know, you just kind of get into whatever's being promoted at that at that point in time. I, yeah, I don't feel any regret or I don't feel any withdrawals. I don't even, I don't even feel any like um, issues of like being detached from the world. I'm, I'm perfectly fine not having that connection, so to speak, to the World Wide Web from a social media standpoint. I still have my Snapchat, um, and I kept that one specifically because it, it's not as aggressive or as like on Snapchat, you can't double tap. You can't continuously scroll. You you can pull the screen down and refresh. But whoever you follow, if there's nothing new, then there's nothing new. Whoever your subscriptions are, I mean, which most of them I don't really, you know, go through the stories. But 
after you go through everything, then I think you're pretty much done. And I think the big, the biggest challenge for us is when we decide to try and say, "Hey, I'm gonna change my uh, my 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 digital habits or how I, how much time I spend on these social media apps." It, the hard part is trying to find out what to do now. So if you usually spend two and a half, three hours on social media and you only say, hey, you know what, I'm going to cut it down to an hour max a day, then you have to figure out what you're going to do with those other two hours. And, and it typically just kind of goes right into boredom. Like you're just immediately bored. And, you know, having the phone there along with whatever applications you have is just so easy to escape that boredom. And, and our minds won't, our minds won't argue with us. They won't, you know, disagree with the fact that we're going to do something we're used to doing. So it only has to use so much, you know, brain power in order to do it. Like we're designed to, to feel great in our comfort zones and to do what we feel comfortable with. Real challenges is pushing beyond that threshold of being comfortable. So if we're comfortable just spending so much time on social medias and these applications and then we take a step back to do something different, the question is, is what do we do? Uh, me, I started reading books um, and just trying to figure out uh, what, what else I can do with my time. Because, you know, once the, you spend that time, once that time is gone, then there's no getting it back. Uh, on top of that, I, again, I think my biggest pullback from it was just because of the time. Um, I, I try and even minimize how, how often I check my email. Like I've turned off all the, the notifications. If you notice every app that you download wants to send you notifications. They want you to give them permission to, you know, put a little red bubble with, a, with white numbers on each application so that you're attracted and, you know, you feel more um, obligated to check them. I turned all of that off. Um, almost like on 95% of the applications on my phone now, I, I don't allow them to send me notifications because I understand that those notifications are there to uh, will me in to pull me in to, to check and see what it is that I'm being notified about. And once you catch on and start to really kind of pay attention to like things, and when it comes to like what you do daily on on a digital scale, then you have the choice to what to do next once you kind of acquire that information. And I'm not here to tell anybody not to use any of these apps or that they're horrible at, you know, or whatever. Like, do your own research in and kind of see for yourself if they prove to be useful and valuable to your professional and personal life. And if they do, then more power to you. By all means, keep them. Um, I'm just sharing... You know, my personal uh, experience with the applications. And I did mention in a few other episodes you know, that I don't particularly have them anymore. So I wanted to do this episode where I kind of gave you the reasons why I really don't deal with them. And it's and it's so crazy because, uh, like, recently on Snapchat, somebody hit me up. And they're like, you know, they're on mainly on Facebook and Instagram and then I tell them like oh yeah I left those alone and their first question is why and then I explain to them 
You know, I asked myself, you know, if it held any value. The answer was no, so I no longer use them. And then they say, well, you decided to keep, you know, keep Snapchat. And it was funny because it's like people really um, will, will, will put you in, in, a, in a space where you're not, you're not doing things normally. Like it's not common or it's uncommon for people not to be attached to like the Facebook and Instagram. If like if you're in that circle of people who don't, you know, generally use them or don't use them at all, then uh, you're like a like an outcast you're like what what you don't have what i'm sorry what what what?" you know so and and that i'm cool with because as i as i no longer use them i just see how prominent they are amongst people and how they use these like tools to you know connect i got a phone number like what's what's your phone number and and i come from you know the, the era and the generation of where there was no no cell phones where you can just you know look something up or just just grab it to entertain yourself now I remember when you had to wait till like after 6pm in order to make a phone call because your your minutes weren't limited or when we your house phones were still popping and you had to wait your turn you know and and tell people who wanted to call you like yo call me at the 8 my mom using the phone or my brother whatever using the phone like Think about that. Like those times and they seem like, oh, that's, that's real old school. But when we couldn't use the phone, right, then it was okay because we had other things to do. Right. And we we're practicing patience. We we're practicing, you know, occupying our time with things other than just worried about this phone call because it will come in due time. Like it's going to happen. But until it happens, then what do we do? We go outside. We play. We chill, we read a book, we watch um, some television. All types of different things other than scroll, double tap, you know, and like and comment. And again, I don't have anything against them at all. I just particularly and personally don't use them anymore. And, you know, it's it's funny because sometimes my wife hit me up like, Hey, did you hear about this that happened or did you see... Um, the story about this person and I'm like nah I didn't and then she'll show me uh, what's going on and you know I'll, I'll look and then she'll kind of remember like oh yeah you, you don't have Facebook and Instagram I forgot I, I, there's no regrets at all for not having applications and you want to know something else is that these applications and and the people behind them and how they're designed is so so elevated that or to a point where they know you're not active anymore so they're looking to get you back you know into that into that realm of you know attend the business the attention business so your emails like my emails go off um, such and such posted or he or she wants to be friends on Facebook new update from this person on Facebook so they're like multiple emails from Facebook same thing with Instagram. Hey, come check out what's going on in this person's life, or you know, see the newest um, photos posted by this person. And I <laughs> and I laugh and I think to myself, like, they're really trying. I mean, they really want you to get back active on these applications. And it's not like I had 
10k followers on Instagram or 1500 plus friends on Facebook like I don't even have that many friends in real life but on these applications on these social medias I got a thousand followers or 560 friends I don't even have that in real life like who in the world has that many real friends people who follow you and know you and like in common that doesn't make them friends and if you really truly need to reach out to a friend then you should be able to set up a call or just call them directly and have that conversation you know or meet up face to face to discuss these things is it's so weird I mean it's weird to me because we're entering or we're already like in this existing space where social media dominates everything and truly limits face-to-face you know and face-to-face social interactions like that's going to become very minimum at best people just not going to want to do it this is message 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 and I was talking to one of my other partners and, and it's a lot easier and that's why people don't like to talk you know on the phone because then they have to they have to speak they truly do have to speak when you text like there's no emotions there's no way for the other person to sense what type of mood you're in or if you're being sincere or if you're being genuine because text doesn't carry those type of emotions and those type of signals and the brain won't be able to pick up on those because we're not having a real conversation if you get on the phone and you talk to somebody then you can tell you know uh, how things are going if they're not as engaged or their tone is a lot higher or, or a lot lower than usual and they're not just as responsive they seem distracted like you can tell that in a real conversation you can't tell that from a dm you can't tell that from an instant message of course even people who were from that era of you know phone conversations they without knowing we we without knowing just fall right into it as well texting is a lot easier I can say what I want I can be who I want when I send this message out but it's a different story when it's a face-to-face um situation for some people for most people so and uh, and again I'm not I'm not here to tell you how to think or what to think how to feel how not to feel like every episode I've uploaded so far it's just pretty much based on my experiences, you know, my opinions, my thoughts. And one of um and one one of my one of my friends asked me if if everything that I said on my podcast was truly, you know, what I am and how I feel in life and a hundred percent. Like it, it these episodes reflect my thought process, you know, and, and how I look at things, my perspective on life and 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 everything just in general. I can't tell you a story to speak from an experience of someone else if I haven't experienced it myself, if I don't have strong feelings about it because, like, I've put thought and energy into it. I just can't. And so my goal with this podcast was just to to speak. Like, honestly, I felt like I had a lot to say or I have things to say. I don't, I don't know if it's a lot, but... I got, I got, you know, stuff I want to say, and I feel like people might want to listen. So, even if you dislike the podcast, but you've heard it, then mission accomplished still, right? Because I, 
I've made it to someone's ears, some stranger or someone who can relate or not relate it, who likes or dislikes. If one person likes it and shares it with another person and they like it, then I feel okay. I'm good. I feel great, actually. And I don't want any monetary, you know, value to come from this. If it happens, great. If not, then I just want to continue to talk about things and and hopefully people listen and they can they can take something from it. I think the worst thing is is when you can't take anything from something whether it's a speech, whether it's a lesson, whether it's a seminar, whether it's a class, whether it's a a a, a situation, uh whatever. Like I think that there's something to be taken and drawn from in whatever predicament. And and for me, uh, what I took from leaving social media and letting go and leaving it be was that it didn't have any value for me and that it is it is a very tricky space to exist in and you can easily get lost in it and people won't see it they, they'll just think that oh no you're bugging you're tripping like things that are so far-fetched or don't seem normal to us we just overlook it like oh, hell no nah, we're wilding like nah that's like conspiracy theory stuff. Like, okay, you got it. Just like, um, you know, the uh, the other podcast that I really got into, which was, your, it's called Your Undivided Attention. You know, and it's with Tristan Harrison and another guy. I can't remember his name, but dude, let me tell you, those episodes are deep. They're hour long. And man, like, and you really got to be able to tune into them. And let the information soak in because it's a lot. It's a lot to not only listen to, but to, to try and really find truth in because it's, it's against, you know, the common thought, you know, what we think, you know, normally. Like, nah, hell nah. You know, it's one of those, but look it up. It's a, it's a dope podcast. That's pretty much all I wanted to kind of let out this on this episode as to why I did it. And I'm okay with it. And if you're still using those applications, great. You know, by all means, do your thing. Other than that, positive vibes, positive energy. I'm going to holler at y'all later.